Hello and welcome to today's weekly episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. I am your host, your unqualified flight attendant, your cruise director who's a little unhinged and very unwell. It's me. It's Lily. How are we doing? How is your day going? How are you feeling? Do you have your period? What's going on with you? I personally killed a plant this morning. I realized I'd killed a plant and I'm trying to revive it and it's not going well. Also, my co-host is trying to get up here and it's not going to work out well for her because I need to stop bringing my co-host everywhere I go. Um, How are we all feeling today? I have got a doozy of an episode for you where I'm literally going to fly the honesty flag. I, I am taking no prisoners in this episode at all. Okay, so one thing I realized we never truly dove into on this podcast, which was maybe one of my original ideas for the podcast, was like the things nobody tells you about dating. And I don't care if you're married. I don't care if if you're in a relationship. Like I feel like these are all applicable. Wow, that's a hard word to say. Because it is so relevant because you have to keep dating even once you're married. You have to keep that there or like the relationship becomes, I feel like platonic in a lot of ways. You have to keep, the, you you have to always date each other. And that's a choice. You know what I mean? So I wanted to get into this because when I tell you I have too much experience dating, it's just kind of ridiculous. And also like, we know I have wackadoodled views on some things to do with dating and I feel like they're relevant because I've been through some of the most wacky situations and I, yeah, I think it's, I think if we can learn what not to do from what I have done and I'm here for it. I want to jump ahead and talk about a little situation Okay, so so I wanted to start off with talking about something that I feel like someone somewhere needs to hear me say, and I've gotten a lot of buckle-ups. If you've called into the buckle-up hotline, just know that you're my favorite people and your voicemails are going to be played. I love you. Thank you so much. You're the best. I would use your names, but that's the whole point of me not using your names. Just know that I love you. Thank you so much for calling in. You're the best. Here's something I have to say. The rush mentality. Now we're getting into the do's and don'ts. Okay, the rush mentality when we're dating. Someone somewhere needs to hear me say this today. You don't need to marry him in a month. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. You don't need to get married in a month. You don't need to get married in six months. You don't need to get married in a year. You do you, but, but we do not need to get married in one month. That's not something we need to do. And I'm just letting you know you know, person to person, it won't just, just historically, you look at the people who got married in a month and it worked out. They all met and it was like back in the 1900s. All right. They met, they met during wartime or they met during after wartime or they met, you know, on the streets of New York in the eighties. Those are the people who got married in a month. And that that worked back then because one technology wasn't a thing. People couldn't cheat as easily. <laughs> and and also, I feel like people were just a different breed back then that maybe were were slightly more they were less jaded, married, they were less commitment phobes. I feel like 
as technology has grown and we've gone forward in a modern era, we have started to breed people scared of commitment. So all I will say is getting married in a month anymore is not the vibe and you don't need to marry him in a month. Please don't. I'm asking you not to because it's dangerous. And if you're going to, please get a prenup. Get an ironclad prenup. And just so you know, prenups are never ironclad. I mean, they can always be taken to court. But get a prenup. It's going to make your life easier. Anyone not paying the couple of hundred bucks you need to get a prenup? Mm -mm. Get a prenup. Thank you. Thank you. Moving on. Okay. The, The second chance mentality. This is another one. All right. You... When a guy or a person messes up, I'm sorry, I keep using the guy reference because it's my personal situation and hot mess I am in. This Okay, now we're going to talk about the second, jan- second chance syndrome. Okay, here's my thing. I am telling you right now, all right, as your older unqualified sister, the second chance thing, if a guy, if a person messes up and you're dating them, specifically if they are a straight man, okay, um, hmm. Be careful with the second chance syndrome. Second chance syndrome is where we decide that a man, again, specifically a straight man, gets multiple chances, like gets redos. Like we decide that, oh, he just didn't get it right. Let's give him a redo. No. Mm -mm. What you're doing is you're telling him, okay, great. You did it wrong the first time. Okay, try again. Try again. I'm pissed at you. Try again. (laughs) You're it's terrible it's the worst habit we can participate in (laughs) all I'm gonna say is this do I believe in second chances yes do I believe people can change a hundred percent I've seen it happen I know it can happen do I think it is the norm for most men of a certain age to then go out there and change no I think most of the time it doesn't happen as we as women know we could do it Um, however this is what I will say if someone messes up if someone you know, makes a mistake. We're all human. If you can look at that situation and go, okay, I, I can see myself making not maybe a similar mistake, but a mistake at that level. Um, and I would want them to give me a second chance. If you can look at it and say that, give, give him a second chance, give him a second chance. Now, if you can do that and give them a second chance, all I will say to you as a contingency statement is, just become, take a step back. Don't take a step forward after they make a mistake. Take a step back and let them correct their own shitty behavior. If you don't do that, then your relationship, your connection, your dating situation has nowhere to go because that person will just see it as, okay, we're back to normal. Let's keep going. No, you need to make it clear that like you're not going to accept how that behavior was towards you, even if it was a mistake, even if it was a mess up. I will say there is a level to that. Like you need to know your own boundaries with that. Don't give second chances if you don't feel like you would do a similar thing to them. Make a similar mistake. Don't give it. It's not worth it. They're just not your person and that's okay. It's okay they made a mistake. You don't need to hate them. You don't need to be mad at them. But, you know, you might need to acknowledge it's better for you to walk away than to, you know, give them another chance and reinvest your energy. Because even if they made a mistake and mess up, it doesn't mean it didn't hurt your feelings. It doesn't mean it didn't affect you. I have dealt with a situation with that recently where the person I was speaking to decided to ghost me for a small amount of time. 
but it was unacceptable like unacceptable to me it's the one thing I will not tolerate on on any level and I walked away Anyway, second chance. Give him a second chance. Don't give him a second chance. Whatever you do, if you give him another shot, take a step back emotionally and let them correct the behavior and let them prove themselves. Because at the end of the day, they do. If they hurt you or if they did something and they made a mistake, they need to then correct it, make up for it, prove to you that they're, that's not who they are. They do need to do that. If, if I did that, I would have to do the exact same thing. Does that make sense? There is no, we're not being hypocritical here. Statistically, Yes, if someone is making mistakes where they need second chances, statistically, that could be very problematic. Like to the point where you need a second chance. It's not a mistake that like we can move on from, but you need a second chance. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, it could be problematic. So be aware. Don't let's not ignore the burning hot red flags. Let's not ignore them. I'm setting them on fire for you like a smoke signal. Okay. Okay. The next thing is communication. I will tell you my do's and don'ts with communication is very simple. If you do communicate with me in the same frequency that I require, then I know there is a chemistry there, right? I am going to tell you right now, if they don't immediately have after like a couple of weeks of knowing you, the same frequency of communication that you need, you either, you have two options. One, you can sit their ass down and be like, look, so this is the type of communication I need in a relationship. Is that something you would be willing to do or want to do? If it's not, this isn't going to work. Or you just walk away. Because let me tell you, if a man doesn't want to send you good morning and good night texts once you're dating and seeing each other, if a man doesn't want to talk to you all the time, or if that, sorry, I mean, I keep saying man because I'm thinking of my situation. If a person doesn't want to do that and that's the type of communication you need, which is fine to need that, it's fine to want that, then it's pretty unlikely you're going to match on that, like, in the future like it's not going to change like uh, people aren't you don't want someone to change everything for you because one day that will stop you know so you want to be able to have that in common like your communication frequency like how often you want to communicate with each other should match on a certain level it doesn't need to be identical at all but it should match and that I will say that's been one of my biggest downfalls no one tells you about that during dating, like to watch out for that. Like if he goes days without texting you, there's this woman on TikTok who's like, he shouldn't have to message you every single day when you're dating. What is wrong with you? Live your own life. And I'm like, gee, Jesus. And she's like a dating coach. And I really can't stand listening to her because she's so aggressive. I don't do well with aggressive advice. I do well with calm advice raw honest maybe makes you cry I don't do well with aggressive advice like I just I just wouldn't like I would start crying I'd be like you're just yelling at me like you're just screaming at me it makes no sense and all I have to say is like this this woman really she has a boyfriend and it's just really clear like the boyfriend doesn't agree with half the stuff she's saying it's really funny to watch but I, I mean it's no hate or shade to her like get your get your coin she clearly makes money out of being a dating coach do you there's some people that would work for personally I've done this long enough to know like my boundaries on it and I'm like no if he doesn't want to communicate with me frequently look there's people out there who will so 
I'm going to find one of those people that's interested in me. Like I'm interested in them and we'll go do that or I'll be alone. But I don't need to change what I want for someone who doesn't want to give it to me. I can just keep it moving. We don't, we don't, we don't need to do anything about that. All I have to say is if you like good mornings and good nights, there is a guy out there who wants to good morning and good night you. So go find that person. And if you don't want good mornings and good nights, there is a person out there who doesn't want a good morning and good night you. And that's okay too. So we need to find the person who's on the same frequency. And I feel like that's important in dating. And nobody tells you that. They're like, no, if he doesn't talk to you all day, like that's fine. Just like do this to get him to talk to you. I'm like, absolutely not. It major ick. I'm getting the ick. Absolutely not. I once, um, I didn't even meet him. We started talking to this vegan man and he shamed me for being a vegan and he gaslit me into believing I was, um, had ghosted him, but he was the last, like I was the last person to text and he, I never heard back from him. And I, and then days later he's like, wow, you ghost much. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was, you ghosted me. I'm the last person to have sent the message. I never heard back from you. Nothing. He also, he shamed me. He said that me eating chocolate was an abomination and there's vegan chocolate. Sir, sir, let me humble you real quick, real quick. Okay. You do not get to speak on my chocolate consumption. You worry about yourself. All right. You live. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get started. There was a lot of things wrong with this fellow. I'm not going to get started. I'm not going to insult him. He deserves it. But I'm not going to because I'm remaining in my healthy era. No, I just want all the good karma. So like, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to insult him. Let's just say if I wanted to, I could. If I could, I would. But I can't because I'm I'm focusing on my good karma. So moving on. Side eye. The effort. The effort is a huge part when it comes to dating. And I'm going to tell you this why. Because the effort someone puts in in the beginning needs to remain throughout the entire relationship. Like can you put that effort in every single day if you're doing something crazy? No. But it's the simple things that make up effort. Communicating. Checking in with someone, making sure someone's making sure the other person knows that they're important to you. Simple things like that. Obviously, if you do that in the very first stages of talking to someone, that would be a little weird. But once you're dating someone, yeah, you got to do that. All I'm going to say on this is if he is lazy, you better run. Unless you are into that and you like the chill, go with the flow, no one plans anything, you hang out in a basement together. Like I'm just giving a picture from a TV show I recently saw, but I'm just saying like some people like that and that's perfect. There's another person out there just for you like that. If you're like me and you like someone to put in effort because I put in so much effort, main, one of the main reasons I can't date very much, um, then you're not going to match with someone who's lazy. And one of the biggest things I have found in like millennial men or maybe a little bit older than millennial men, like on the cusp of, I don't know what the generation after me is. That's really bad. I should know that. Honestly, I only learned the word millennial a couple of years ago, and I, I'm just sticking with the one word. All I have to say is they have this lazy thing when they've not been in many relationships at, once they hit a certain age that it's like they they 
used to want to put in effort, but because they haven't had to do it for so long, they like have gotten lazy about it. And that's just, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to accept less because you aren't used to it. I'm just not. So also kick you to the curb for my preference. Someone else who likes the lazy vibe will pick you up. The other thing I want to talk about is the infamous list. Do you remember back in the 2000s, women would be like, I have a list. Like my list is, and then in movies, it was really played up. Like, oh my gosh, you have such a long list. Like you shouldn't have such a long list of things you want in a guy or a person. Here's the thing. I don't think you need a list. In 2024, I don't think you need a list at all. I think you need boundaries and I think you need non-negotiables, right? So I feel like when we're going into the dating shit show that it is, what you have to actually do in your brain is go, okay, no matter what, no matter what, when I go on a date with Fred today, if I find out he is broke and living in his sister's car when she's not using it, it's a non-negotiable for me because I need someone who's financially stable. Like whatever your non-negotiable is. I hope I don't get hate for that. Look, some someone is going to love Fred, but it's just not personally going to be a lot of people. Like that's just that. That's just what's going on, okay? Um, women don't want a fixer-upper anymore. And I think we're over the fixer-uppers. Once you're fixed up, things will come to you. I don't know. Like for me, an emotional non-negotiable is you have to be emotionally stable and aware. Like the biggest thing is I need you to be emotionally aware. If you are not aware something you said is rude, that's not good. If you're not aware something you said is inappropriate or um, hurtful, that's not good. Someone who is not capable of empathy will never be someone I allow into my close circle ever. You have to be very empathetic. And that's just a non-negotiable for me. So what you have to do is in your head figure out what your non-negotiables are. And you figure that out. I did the girl math. You basically figure that out by looking at what everything that gives you an ick and going, okay, the opposite of that is this. That's what I need. And if they're not that, that's a non-negotiable. That's a boundary. I have been on a date where we go on the date and he very clearly has no respect. Okay, this guy's name was Kyle. He clearly had no respect for the service staff, like the waiters. And I mean, everyone, the waiters, the host, um, even like the manager who was there, the bartenders, we interacted with all of them at one point in the night and he had zero respect for them. He was so disrespectful. What's hilarious is he was super respectful towards me. He was so nice towards me. He was so, I thought he was amazing. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, absolutely not. So it is one of those things where you can find someone who's like, looks incredible and treats you amazingly and then you watch one thing they do and you're like oh Jesus okay so the behavior they're presenting me with now is not going to last long because I wonder how long it takes for me to be treated how he is currently treating the bartender like they work for him and nothing else and they're not a human being so absolutely not for me walk away bye Kyle hope you got therapy because you needed it and I had to go and tip all the people you insulted because I'm not about to let that you ruin their entire night absolutely not so 
you know, pop off, Kyle, go get therapy. So that's what I'm talking about. Like you have to have a list of like non-negotiables. And I don't mean six foot. I don't mean like he has to be ripped, like all these things. Like you, you have, you, you have your preferences. You do you. That's on you. You, you are in charge of that. I'm saying I think when we're approaching dating now, we have to maybe prioritize the non-negotiables in a more mental health way as opposed to like the original 2000s physical list that we all were told to have. And then, in you know, it was made fun about in movies. Like, I feel like that's where we're at. So like, no, you're non-negotiables. I do. <laughs> There's not that many. The bar is low. I've said this multiple times in the last year. Whoever gets me is getting me at a major discount because the bar is low. Let me tell you that. But the non-negotiables are still in place. Like the, the non-negotiables are very much still in place. And I'm also enjoying my single era. I'm enjoying my single era. No one is judging me for my caffeine consumption. Um, no one is judging me for my chocolate consumption. And my single era, honestly, I don't want to give it up in a lot of ways. I think people think that means you're dating a lot. No. Mm -mm. It means I'm having a lot of fun by myself. <laughs> Not having to worry if someone is texting me back. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. Like I've planned dates by myself. <laughs> It really is the best time. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. The other thing I want to touch on is something I did not know when I was dating in my early 20s was like, if you don't, if you love love and romance, like there is a difference between being in love and romance. Like there really is. And you think like one thing leads to another. Sure. In a movie. Sure. But like if a man, if you're like into romance and the person you're dating isn't, it's it's it, it, it's a deal breaker. Just trust me, walk away from that because they will never be able to do what you need. They'll never be able to make you feel how you want to feel. They're, they're never going to be able to give that to you. Like you would actually do a better job at giving that to yourself than they would be at giving that to you if that is not something that they that that is important to them or like a quality that they find is important in a relationship just trust me just run on that one just just run very far away romance can never die like if you're gonna even when you're married like you have to keep dating each other there has to be effort put in and I'm not talking anything crazy it's like small things make up romantic gestures and I think that gets overlooked all the time someone the other day did something so basic for me like so basic and it was the most romantic thing someone has done for me since like 2019 it was wild like it blew my mind like I was like oh my god oh my god that's like the sweetest thing anyway it was like a construction thing too like for where I was living and I, I'm not saying I live in a I don't live in a construction zone I'm just saying it was it was to do with home repairs and it was the most romantic. And I was like, I have never been more attracted to another human being. Wh what? They went out of their way to do this. And I was like, and it was so simple. I couldn't. I, I literally was like, okay, calm down. Calm down. Um, so the romance always needs to be alive. And I think we can all agree on that. If that's part, if that's like important to you. Do you know what I mean? So that's all I'm going to say on it. I don't buy that it fizzles out. I buy that being with someone for a long time is work. But I think you should both want, like, if it's important to you. Some people it's not that important. That's fine. Everyone's going to live different lives. For me, it's important. And all I will tell you is in my long-term relationships, it, 
it has always been something that's been important to my partner. And that's how I knew I was like in it with the right person. That's that's all I'm going to say. Now I'm going to get really pumped up and fired up. Are you ready? What's my biggest dating thing? The thing nobody told anybody, especially like five years ago. You all going to laugh when you hear me say this, but because you're going to be like, that's so Lily. Background check. If you are not background checking who you are going on a date with, I cannot help you. I can't. I can't help you. Please background check people before you go on dates with them. Please, please. I'm begging you. If I could pay you to do it, I would, but I can't. That's that's insane amount of money. Like, please, please background check people. This is the process. You talk to them. If you meet on an app, all right, you talk to them on the app, keep them on the app until you have a chance to maybe get to know their last name. Then using that or their phone number, you can background check them. This is typically what happens. Sometimes people don't want to give out their last names. I do that. Don't worry about it. Who cares? But if they're like, hey, do you want to move this off te- off this app to text, which is a man's favorite move, and you want to be like, yeah, perfect. Say that. Take their phone number. Background check them before you text them. I don't, I don't care if that makes you sound crazy. I would let someone background check me. You're not going to find anything. Like, I don't care background check them. My favorite website to use, I'm this is not sponsored. I this company would never I don't like I I've I've never been sponsored for anything to do with the recommendation I'm giving you today. Or any something like I've never ever ever gotten a sponsor from a background check website and they definitely should because I promote them like crazy. But Bean been verified. B E E I want to say Bean because we say that in, in Australia. Bean verified. B E E N verified.com is a great one. I use that one. Now, does it cost money? Sure. Yes, it does. It works. I'm letting you know it works. It will come up with the person you're looking for 9.9 times out of 10. It's very accurate. It's very thorough. And so like, I know these background checks work. I know these background checks turn up things. I have found people who have very violent criminal records towards women. History of domestic abuse on dating apps. They've sent me their phone number. I've been like, okay, amazing. I thought they sounded great. On the app, they looked awesome. Their communication was cool. I background check them and they have a massive history of like domestic violence or assault. And I'm like, so this is going to be a no from me on the date, not something I need to risk. <laughs> I have the worst luck in the world. I'm not doing that. Like everyone, every woman specifically deserves to be informed of who they are meeting in person. And it's not our fault that statistically men like to do bad things. Like it's just not our fault. So anyway, background check, background check, background check, background check. Please, if you have a child who is dating like a teenager or someone in their 20, any age, get them this. This is a, you can get them a subscription, get them this, get them a subscription. Like that's a great gift. Like I want to get that from my girlfriends. Like that's an amazing gift. Just please background check people before you meet them. You talk to them, get their phone number. And then if you, let's say you background check them and you're like, we're good to go. Keep in mind, like the background check isn't going to tell you if they're cheating on you. The background check isn't going to tell you everything you need to know, but it's a good, it's, it's something, right? It's something. All I will also say is 
a man who has nothing to hide would not flinch at you background checking them. Like at all. Like every man I've ever told I background check. Like and I tell them after I've done it. I'm like I background checked you. And they're like what? And I'm like yeah. Mm-hmm. Background checked you. I'm not going to. Sorry. I'm not sorry about it. None of the ones who. Like so many people didn't care. Like they're like okay. I don't care. Um. It's the ones who really care and like have insane responses. And I've had that. That I knew okay. Don't go on a date with them. And I do tell them before I meet them. I'm like, I background checked you just so you know. Like, I'm not going to not. And I'm, I'm very open and honest about it because if you're chill about it, then I know that you're there's nothing, you have no worries about it. But if you're all up in arms about it, I'm like, okay, someone's got some issues here. This is what I will say. I think background checking is also important because you have to think about the fact that so many people scam people off of dating apps too. And I just think it's important, especially when people only be older and more susceptible to people pulling scams with technology that they're not familiar with. This is great. Like, this is really helpful. You know, I think we all need to learn from Catfish, all right? Neve doesn't do what he does, so we can all ignore him, all right? Neve and Cammy forever. Okay, here's the other thing I want to say. You background check them, it's going fine. You need to FaceTime with them before you go on the date. That's what I would say to you. FaceTime with him. It's a great way to know if the chemistry is there, if the vibe is there. And if that person is a weirdo and makes you uncomfortable, you're going to feel it on that FaceTime call. And then you know not to go on a date with them. You don't waste your money. You don't waste your time. They don't know anything more about you. And you could just block them and get the heck out of there. So please do those things. Because like if there's anything I've learned from my mistakes and my misfortunes, please learn from them. Like there you go. Like there's the secret sauce of what not to do. And how to survive. Okay, I'm going to dive into the buckle up. <laughs> and let me tell you what's on brand. Please call in or write into the buckle up hotline. The hotline number is in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast, just like the email. I listen to all of them. Please write in, call in, let me know what I need to buckle up about. This week's buckle up is fitting to the episode and I'm excited for it. So let's dive in. Hi, Lily. Love the pod. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Look, situation. <laughs> I love how this person writes. I have been dating a guy for six, week, six weeks and I just found out that he has been dating other people. Obviously, I guess I made the... Obviously, I guess I made the mistake of assuming we were only seeing each other. Oops. But here's the thing. He did not care that it upset me and shocked me. He said that he wasn't finished seeing other people yet and I needed to understand this. Okay. So I said, okay... You aren't for me. And I walked away. Oh, my gosh. I love I love the move. I love knowing our boundaries. I was very upset because when I tell you this man made me feel like I was the one, he really did. I totally understand. Anyway, Valentine's Day, this guy pulls a huge move, sends me flowers, sends me dinner, wants me back. He is texting me a bunch and asking if I will give him another chance. I need perspective on what to do. Hmm other people meaning there wasn't just one there was multiple okay look babe it's it's pretty basic you and your gut told you to walk away because this wasn't what you wanted just because the man can send you flowers and send you dinner and ask for a second chance does not mean that your gut was wrong I would be very hesitant with this and I'll tell you why 
it sounds like I'd be interested to know the time in between when you stopped speaking to him and Valentine's Day when he pulled this move. Here's the thing. Do I think men sometimes know what they want once it's gone? Yep, that's happened to me a bunch of times. Here's the problem. I don't want that cycle in our relationship. I don't need you thinking that you need to lose me to find out what you're missing. You need to appreciate me when you have me, not once I'm gone. So I would say that like this is definitely a red flag in his emotional stability and his mental health. Like he needs to figure this out for himself. However, this is what I will tell you. I think trust your gut. I think do what you want. I think if you want to give him another date, do it. Many people have given people second chances like this and it works out very well. Many people have given second chances like this and they regret doing it. So it is a 50-50 shot no matter what you do. And only you can know what is right for you. I don't have all the information. No one's going to have all the information but you. It's all your experience, right? It's all relative. So if you, in your gut, feel like this guy is being genuine, is not just telling you what you want to hear, but is genuinely trying to get you back because he wants to start a relationship with you, then make the move as you feel fit. However, I will tell you this. It is giving. It ended with the other people I I was seeing or didn't work out or they started getting annoying to me. And so then I went back to the person who walked away because men most sometimes really do want what they can't have. And the chase and being attracted to that adrenaline is definitely a thing for men. And it is really weird. And I will never understand it. But I have had it happen to me multiple times. They are attracted to the chase. They are attracted to what we're telling them they can't have. And then once they get it, they don't give us what we want because they got us and they're like, never mind. It's ridiculous. Like you'll hear so many stories of of women being like, he ghosted me, but he chased me. Yeah, well, the chase was over. He wasn't attracted to you. He was attracted to the chase. And it's not ex- it's not exclusive to you. He is literally attracted to the chase with everyone. Nothing to do with you. It's not personal. He has an issue where he's attracted to adrenaline and the chase. That's it. It's the only thing that he's into. And that's sad for him. It's annoying for us that we didn't realize that. That would be my one thing that I would tell you to be aware of. Like it, that could be what's happening here, but I can't tell you if that's what's going on because I haven't met him. I'm not in your situation. I would say don't be Delulu. Don't be Delulu. It's really easy to be love bombed too when a man is doing this for you. We throw that term around a lot really easily, but like this would be the definition of it if it came out of a negative place. If it's out of a positive place, then it's not love bombing. But um, I would say... If he wants to behave a certain way and it's not bothering you, let it play out. Because if you, you know, make it clear it's not a chase, you know, make it clear that like this won't be a chase. This would be a lot of effort for you to repair what you have done. Um, There's no chase. There's no end goal. I'm willing to have dinner with you and see how you behave. Like don't make, I would string it out if I was going to do that. Because then you would know very quickly like his real colors would reveal themselves. If you like made him wait. Yeah, you would you would find out very easily because men don't men are pretty impatient sometimes. So all I would say to you is. If you said to him, "Okay, you can have dinner with me in a month from today and you have one month. To figure it out. See if he still exists in the one month or you can say, sure, we'll have dinner tomorrow and I'll trust my gut on this. 
Or you can say, I wish you all the best, but your behavior was unacceptable. Goodbye. I think if somebody doesn't care that he upset and shocked you, that's a red flag to me. Like, even if I had that situation and I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize you were seeing other people. I had no idea. And that like gets you upset and shocked in the moment. Like, that's very valid, by the way. You're not blaming him. You're just upset and shocked because you didn't know the situation. And if he doesn't empathize with that, then I think you also know that this is not your person because it sounds like you definitely are similar to me. You need someone who can show and display empathy. That's a non-negotiable for you. And I support that and I champion that. Do you want my personal opinion? Like what I would do? I would not. I would not go on a date with this man. I would not. I would not give him a second chance. If I did, I would tell you it would purely be for the story, be for the plot. I would do it to entertain it. I would do it very detached emotionally and just to have a fun dinner. I would not do it with the intention of, um, I would not do it with the intention of like, oh, I'm going to rekindle something. Oh, I'm going to get into a relationship. Oh, he's going to be my person. I would do it to entertain it. And even if you want to do that, that's totally fine. He's the one asking you on the date. Like you're not doing anything wrong. I say trust your gut. I hope I gave you some perspective on this because you did ask for perspective. That's my perspective. That's a bird's eye view for you. I think that I need to know what happens. (laughs) I think I need to know how this ends. And I think you need to write in and tell me or call in and tell me. Thank you so much for writing into the buckle up. I love you guys so much. Everyone who writes in calls in. I hope you know you have a special place in my heart. Thank you so much for helping the community. Um, and making me feel better about my life because you tell me all the drama that you've got going on. It makes me feel a little more stable. Anyway, I am going to wrap up today's episode right there. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I hope you all have a fabulous day, evening, night, morning, wherever you are, however you're listening to this in the world. And don't do anything I wouldn't do, but that gives you a lot of wiggle room. So you'll be fine. I love you all. Bye.